Hey, hey, what is up, everyone? This is Ette with another episode of Eco Lawn Science. Hope you guys are doing well out there. Happy Halloween. Um, it is the day before Halloween here, uh, the day I'm recording this. And so, favorite time of year. It's nice and cold. We get to wear jackets. Um, I want to bring you up to speed a little bit on what the weather's been because that obviously influences how you kind of wrap up the season for lawn care. And that's what we're talking about today. Talking about a few tips that you can do to kind of put your lawn to bed and shut it down for the year. So let me give you a little history. It's been actually a very warm, warm September, October. Um, The night started dropping about two to three weeks ago. The temperature is getting lower, 40s, 30s, 20s. And then this past Sunday, it got down to one degree. And we had about, I don't know, just under an inch of snow. Um, And that stayed for about three days where we had a high of 20 or 30 degrees. And the nights were, you know, 10, 15 degrees. And so now for the next seven or eight days, it's going to be sunny back into the 50s, but then nights are going to stay cool. So it's time to say goodnight, say goodbye to your lawn, put it to bed for the season. So here's a few tips that you can do um, if if that's for you. Now, these are for cool season grasses. I apologize not for the warm seasons, the Bermudas, the Zoysias, the St. Augustines, but I will be down south throughout the winter, the majority, big part of it. And so I'm going to dedicate a lot of the time to you who have uh, warm season grasses. So that will be fun. I apologize uh, for all that listen and this doesn't apply to you because it's a different type of grass. So we're talking about cool season grasses, um, particularly here in Utah and in the mountain region area. So one thing you want to do is you want to, you'll, you'll probably have noticed, you don't have to mow as much over the last three or four weeks. The lawn, the growth has slowed down. You may see some yellowing in your lawn. It's because it's beginning the process of dormancy. Um, so don't worry. That's what it is. Don't try to feed it, overfeed it, and get it green again. It's time for it to go to sleep. Just let it do its thing. So as you notice, it's slowing down in growth, and so you're going to get your last mowing probably over the next week or two. I would recommend mowing it a little bit um, shorter than normal, just about a half inch or so. Um, that's going to help the roots. It's going to do a couple couple good things for it throughout the winter. I do recommend cleaning it up. Now, I know it's a hot topic. Uh, I saw it last year, and I did an episode on it. And this year, I've seen the articles. I will say this. Yes, there's a lot of benefit in leaves. Um, obviously, a lot of natural minerals and things that happen. But the problem is when you leave those leaves on the lawn and they're not small, shredded, the sun can't get to the lawn. Um, they just mat it down. They can suffocate it. They can call, cause fungus over the winter and the spring. You'll see all kinds of issues. So I say if you want to leave it and recycle your leaves, just make sure you mulch the heck out of them and, and leave them there. Don't make sure that things can breathe. Don't leave huge piles or you will have dead spots in the spring. But I know there's a lot of articles that have been out the last year or two. I've seen it push and say, hey, it's a waste of resources and there's minerals you're wasting. And again, I, there are. It's true. But you got to do it the right way. So if you're going to do that, mulch, mulch, mulch your leaves, sharp blades a couple times. Run your lawnmower over it. If you have a seven-inch pile thick of leaves on an area that's mulched, you're still going to suffocate it. So you've got to be... Smart in the way you do it. So I do like a cleanup, or if you're going to mul- if you're going to leave some leaves, you know, mulch it, do it properly, mow half inch shorter. Your sprinkler should be blown out by now. Um, it depends on where you are. If you're a little bit in southern Utah, it's a little warmer still. But up here, Park City, Heber, Salt Lake, sprinklers are all getting blown out. So call your company or do it yourself. But otherwise, you you may freeze and blow out your you may break a pipe. So go ahead and get your sprinklers off. Your lawn doesn't need it. There's some natural um, dew and some snow, you know, in and out for the next few months. And so you don't have to even worry about that. You can go ahead and do your last feeding if you haven't done it. Um, some people do their final feeding kind of mid, late fall. Some people do it real early winter. So there's a bit of a window. I would say get it down over the next two weeks, you know, ideally. Once the lawn gets too, um, 
once it goes fully dormant and the soil gets too hard and it's just too cold, you're not going to get the benefit that you want. So go ahead and get that down now or in the next week or two. Um, and of course, if the weather stays, you can push it back a tad. The other thing is for those who love to use pre-emergence, um, and we've talked about this, but a pre-emergent is a product you apply in the soil and it helps to prevent weeds. It's not going to kill weeds that are existing, but it helps to prevent them from germinating for a time. Um, but for those who love them, now's a great time to do your spring, I'm sorry, your fall, because you do spring and fall generally pre-emergent. You could do it in your flower beds to prevent weeds and grasses. You could do it in your lawn. Um, I personally don't do it, but I, where I live, there's not a need for it. I know there are some areas in Salt Lake where um, you just fight weeds and these, it's just nasty. And so I understand why people do it, but now will be the good time. So kind of just, just kind of wrapping up, get that last feeding down. And again, if you've done a few weeks ago, you're in good shape. Don't even worry about it. Um, and, and then you should be about ready. Now you're going to want to cover up your plants and your flowers, things like that. Um, you know, we're getting cold temperatures if you have vegetables. So get that stuff covered up, shut off your sprinklers. A big thing that kind of gets neglected is as it gets colder and we start getting the frost and the grass is really hard in the morning, you can see the little icicles on it. Um, try not to walk on it. Um, the, the more you walk on it, you're going to cause damage to the blades, to the plant itself. So throughout most of the winter, you want to stay off your lawn. Now I know here we'll get a ton of snow and so you'll have, you know, three feet of snow. So that's a, that's a little bit of a different story, but especially over the now, the next two, two months, um, you know, through the new year, definitely I, w I would recommend minimizing the time that you spend, um, actually out there on the lawn. Another thing that you can really start thinking about is snow, um, here, you know, one thing that we do to, to clear snow off of sidewalks and driveways and, and streets is salt. But one thing we don't think about is that salt will get on the grass and plants, and it will be very negative to the soil. It'll cause imbalances. It'll cause bicarbonate buildups that will, in the summer, you'll see issues from this winter. So start thinking now, where can you put the snow? Um, are there places, before it gets too bad, have kind of a snow plan if you can and minimize um, as much as possible, putting it on the lawn. One thing people do that's kind of smart is they will plant um, salt-tolerant plants um, around around the edges. So if the snow and the salt does get on them, um, it won't cause as much damage. But you see it a lot here on trees as well. People in the in the summer, well, why are my trees so bad? And then you do soil sample or lawns, and you find out the sodium is just so high. There's so many issues, and they go, well, that doesn't make sense. And it's because of the snow, actually, because of not the snow, but the salt that we put on that ends up in the snow. So there are some alternatives. So just be mindful of the snow melt that you choose and try to have a good plan um, for where you put it. But yeah, it's time. You can take your fertilizer and once you get that last round down and your spreaders and all your tools and start putting them up, I do recommend cleaning them out. Like now's the best time to take Take an hour and clean your equipment really good. You know, scrape out any debris or build up a fertilizer on there. Power wash it, clean of it. Make sure you dispose of everything properly. Your backpacks or hand spreaders, anything you use for the weed control, make sure to get that, you know, properly put away and, and winterized. Um, but yeah, get all your equipment up and you can just kind of get ready for the next year. It's, a, it's pretty nice. Enjoy the winter.